Welcome to the School Connect podcast. At School Connect, we know it takes a village to help every child reach their full potential. So, each episode, we'll hear stories of normal people who became heroes, solving community problems in powerful and creative ways. We know these stories will inspire you to create the change you hope to see. Tracy, we're in my favorite time of the year. I have to ask you a question because every time at the top of our podcast, I ask you a very important question. The question is, are you on Team Candy Corn? Oh, my God. Or not on Team Candy Corn? No, no Team Candy Corn. I am a chocolate babe all the way through. Chocolate. Oh, I think we have to end this this podcast because I am so... (laughs) A team candy corn that sometimes I've been known at the clearance after Halloween to buy a bunch and save it. And it doesn't taste good at that point. The, the last fact I'm going to tell you, this is a big, this is a big, interesting moment. If you take candy corn yeah. and you mix it with salted peanuts, it will oh taste gosh, just, sounds- it will taste just like a payday. It sounds horrible. That sounds I love terrible. payday bars. It'll sound oh just like gosh. a payday. Salted peanuts. Anyways. And yes. candy corn. You have to try it. You have to try it. You have to try it. We're friends. How are we friends? I know. When we, have well, so many we, we continue to ask those questions on this. But there's something else that I think happens around this time of the year yes. that you're really excited about. And I am too, but not as excited about candy corn. What's yours? Minus Love Our Schools Day. It's the Love Our yes. Schools Day season in the state of Arizona. And it's one of my favorite times of year. I just love to see people loving on school, loving on kids. It, it To me, it's like Christmas in the fall. It's, that's exactly how it feels. And I will, I, I agree with you. Love Our Schools Day is an amazing event that school does, a catalytic event that happens every year around the Valley and now around the United States as we continue to branch out. But for those of us that are new to listening to the podcast, can you just give a really quick recap? What is Love Our Schools Day and what has the impact been historically? Yeah, so excited because Love Our Schools Day is a service day with a school. It's not just for a school, it's with a school. So that means that the the people in the neighborhood, uh, the businesses, the faith community partners, the block watch or the neighborhood association and students from the school and maybe some educators and maybe the principal, we're all doing this together because the goal of a Love Our School Day service day is getting everybody together inside those school walls, working together, getting to know each other, building relationship, and helping the whole community understand kind of the beautiful things happening inside that school. So that's kind of the purpose of it. Okay. And man, back in 2019, which was the time that we last were able to do this fully in person, we had 10,000 volunteers serve about 250 schools in 35 school districts. So it was a huge, huge, huge opportunity to get masses of people serving together, loving on on families and kids together. Um, And so, man, it was just like a, like I said, like it's Christmas all the time. It is. And I think what's really interesting is as I think about those numbers that you just shared and for those people who may not be fully aware of School Connect, mm-hmm. do we have a hundred people on staff, or how many? How many are we on staff right now? Okay, so on staff, not counting like maybe um, contractors, right? We have five right. people yeah. on yeah. staff, and then we five. have five, right, right, five. Right. So, 
we're not in charge of doing all these projects. That's not what we do. We don't do that. We're like matchmakers. We help bring people together to serve schools. We have a training little manual, some things that help all that go smoothly. We help bring them together. And it's really all those amazing volunteers who are just begging for an opportunity to serve. They need a simple, fun, wonderful thing to serve and we give it to them and then they, they flourish. Yes, I would agree. And so I think that's the, the other takeaway of today's conversation is that all the things that you hear about School Connect doing is it's a small but mighty team that does this, that is dependent on the community volunteers, partners to come alongside and make these things happen. So the one thing I do know is true, and we're going to find out today, all of our volunteers are on Team Candy Corn. So Tracy, <laughs> why don't you introduce our, 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 our team today and let's see if my observation <laughs> is true. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. Okay. So our first uh, Don't let wonderful me down. guest is Dr. Jennifer Johnson. Um, I've worked with Jennifer for many years. She is working a part-time for Grand Canyon University for their uh, Educational Alliances team. She is the public school liaison who's connecting uh, GCU with all those public schools. Uh, Dr. Johnson also happens to be on my board. I'm so excited about that. She's wonderful and a dear friend. Um, and then we also have Doreen Zanis. Doreen was a nurse for many, many years, about 15 years in public district schools. And then as she got to understand and value all that she saw happening in those public schools, she became a parent advocate. And then she started um, the Support Our Schools AZ organization that was advocating for public education. And then most recently, Doreen was working with the Maripopa Public Health, supporting schools all during the pandemic. So, man, she's got history like crazy. And it just so happens that uh, Doreen's my friend, too. And then Doreen and Jennifer are friends with each other. So this is like, okay, so we're going to ask. I mean, don't let me down. Hang on. Let's start. Doreen. Doreen's going to go first. Okay. okay, Doreen, Doreen. you're going to go first. Doreen, are you team candy corn? By proxy, the answer is yes. My daughter is total team chemical. And since we're talking about students and supporting students in support of my daughter, a public district school graduate, team candy corn all the way. Awesome. All right, Dr. Johnson. Well, I was hoping I could be team potato chip. So I don't mean to disappoint you, but I'm not team chocolate and I'm not team candy corn. I'm hoping I could be team potato chip. All right. That's fair. That's fair. You guys are welcome to, you know, be team whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. indicative of a community, right? Everybody has their different things they bring to yeah. the table and we make a great buffet. So with that being said, Tracy, I'm going to let you take this away and save this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, absolutely. Well, um, so for the last two and a half years, we have not had the opportunity to do a fully in-person, full-scale Love Our Schools Day. Um, and, and so here we are, we're relaunching uh, this, Doreen, this fall. And one of the things that you have been doing on behalf of School Connect in partnership with us is reaching out to superintendents and schools. And I just wanted to kind of ask you, what are you hearing? What are their needs? How anxious are they to get the community partners back on campus? The schools and the school districts really mirror the community across the board. I think faith communities are having the same experiences. 
our, our grocery stores are, our restaurants are, we are still reeling from the pandemic and everyone is healing. And the schools are absolutely no different. So the system itself has always been very complicated. Um, so complicated that the sound bites that we hear kind of take over the narrative about schools. And so that hasn't changed. If anything, it might feel more onerous to our educators because uh, of the disconnect that happened during the pandemic. And now everyone's just trying to get their feet back on the ground and have their own issues to deal with. And it's not that they don't care or they don't want to because they do. It's just where to start and how to start. And can I really start right now? So what the school districts are doing, not surprisingly to me, because I felt this cared for when I was a parent of kindergarten, kindergartner 30 some odd years ago, was the schools are looking to serve, knowing mm -hmm. that they're taking in the children of their community. It's really very impressive because um, there is a great need. They too have staffing challenges and uh, financial challenges and uh, behavioral challenges, but instead they're looking outward rather than inward. So it's very exciting to me to know that you're taking the time to yeah. say, basically, if not when, if not now, when, right? It, uh, those are words we see quilted, but if they really are true. And so to just start getting community and schools back together again, mm -hmm. um, like Tim said, now's the season. <laughs> Build those relationships. Yeah. I mean, it, your, your comment makes me think about, I was just at a wonderful event that School Connect helps put on called a CAFE, which stands for Community and Family Engagement. We were doing this CAFE with the Queen Creek School District, and we were specifically preparing the principals and their community partners to prepare for their Love Our Schools Day, which will be in a few weeks. And, and so I was talking to different principals about their Love Our Schools Days in the past. And one of them said something that your comment really made me think about. She said, the best part about Love Our Schools Day uh, for us was when we asked our students, what do you want to do for your school? And they were so excited about painting the, um, the speed bumps in the parking lot and painting the curbs around, you know, their parking lot. She said like they were so excited that community partners and the parents joined them and they were supposed to be all done by noon, but they kept coming up with more things to do until three in the afternoon because they were just thrilled to get to get out and serve with their families, with the, the community partners. So the kids led the way. And that's really what you're saying, Doreen, right? The schools lead the way. You can't help but get sucked in once you get your feet on the campus. Whether you're a community member and you want your neighborhood to be safe, it starts with your school. If you're a parent that wants your kid to have a good education, it starts with the kids in your kid's classroom. I mean, the school always has been the epicenter of community. It really has. And it's not different. And whatever you want to say about education or public education or the scope of it, it's impractical. You can't possibly make a difference. Uh, there's just too much craziness going on. You cannot say that educators or students are ambivalent. They are enthusiastic. They are proud. They are caring. And they truly um, embrace our children. Once you get in there, they're going to stay. I'm, the proof is right here. Totally. So I have a question. Dr. Johnson, you are a former superintendent 
from the Deer Valley District. Is that right? Glendale Union High School Glendale District. Glendale Union. I should have written that down. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the candy corn. Anyways, but you have extensive experience as a superintendent. And I would say from the from your perspective as a superintendent, what is the value of having this type of community impact within a district? Well, I yes, I served as a superintendent, and I've also had the opportunity through a position at the Arizona Department of Education as well as Grand Canyon University to work with superintendents across Arizona in big districts, urban districts, smaller suburban districts, and very small rural districts. And the benefit of having the community in your schools is so that everyone gets an opportunity to invest in real time into public education. I think Doreen is absolutely right. What happens in our schools is a reflection of our community in in the near term and in the long term. So when schools are fully invested in their community and vice versa, then we produce graduates who contribute to their communities, makes communities stronger, whether they're big ones in the middle of an urban area or small ones in rural Arizona. It's important. And I think a lot of us can wear a lot of different hats. Some are parents, some of us are community members, Most of us are voters. And to the extent that we all pay taxes, we are all investors in public education. And we should pay attention to our investments and we should protect our investments. And one of the ways we can do that is by getting involved in schools and finding out what's really happening, not through the news that gets filtered, not through the gossip at the grocery store, but really get into the schools and see what's happening and meet kids and meet educators uh, and get their perspective from the ground level. And I just think that that's magic. I would agree with you 100%. And I would say one other follow-up question, you've had the opportunity to interact with so many superintendents on different levels. What is one of their challenges they have in trying to bring that community alongside in a way that's productive? Because it seems like oftentimes, you know, you have the right side, left side, whatever's going on, but how does a superintendent, what's the challenge a superintendent has to bring that together and make the focus be the kids? And how do they solve for that? Well, I come from a belief system that says a lot of people would like to invest in public education as a volunteer. Um, but they don't necessarily know how. If you're not a parent, then you don't know that you could actually get involved in your neighborhood school or a school in your town. So I think part of the responsibility of a superintendent and a building administrative team is to help the community understand how they can connect. You know, what are the different ways? In addition to Love Our Schools Day, how can I support my local school, my local district? Uh, School districts in Arizona have bond elections. They have override elections. They have governing board elections. And an informed electorate is essential to the success of those elections. So I think sharing information with members of your community who are not parents but the broader community and include them in your newsletters. Let everyone know what's happening at your school because in the absence of information, people will believe what they see on the six o'clock news, which isn't a comprehensive view or necessarily even an accurate view of what's happening in your community's public schools. I also think that 
once you have opened the doors and let people know how they can connect with you, you should have a very clear understanding of what your priorities are. I talk about principals and superintendents should carry a list of their top five priorities in their pocket because you never know when you're going to get to meet a community member, a community business owner, um, all kinds of people that ultimately could help you that maybe you meet by accident. And if you have that chance encounter and they say, gee, tell me about your school, the question is, what will you say? Do you have your um, sort of elevator speech, uh, if you will? Can you describe your school in two minutes or less? And then importantly, talk about what are the things you're working on so that they can engage in something that you are already working on. Because if you don't share what you need them to help you with, then they'll invent something. They'll bring right. you a thousand backpacks that you don't need when what you right. really need are kids jackets for the winter or extra socks or canned soup for your food bank or extra supplies for teachers in the classroom. So they have to open the doors, communicate what's happening and invite people in. And then educational leaders also need to be able to direct them into a menu of options so that they can support what you are already working on. School Connect believes each community has incredible resources we can access to address the challenges schools face. Our time, talent, and expertise are what makes a village of partners around a school successful. Are you looking for an opportunity to make a difference? Come join the village, schoolconnectaz.org. Yeah, those some really wise words that I'm hearing from you. And if, if I were to recap, it's be prepared. And it's make sure that you look deep and wide, that you have a wide net that you can cast and don't be so narrow when you're trying to um, communicate about what's going on. I think before I had kids in the district, I didn't even think about the school system. It just, it didn't seem for me that there was a place for me when in reality there is. And so hopefully the one big takeaway is you don't have to have kids in the local school to be involved in local school because the local school is a representation of you regardless if you have kids or not. And I know that when we talk about local schools, you're really active in one local school that you've seen lots of success in. in, in. Um, that's Westwood Elementary, correct? Yes. Yeah, I, I wrote that down, so I got that right. <laughs> but go ahead, share with us, share with us um, some stories from Westwood. Well, Westwood Elementary School is a K-5 school, kindergarten to fifth grade school in the Alhambra Elementary School District. They are the teddy bears, probably an accurate uh, mascot for the little ones. Uh, and they, their campus is just east of I-17 uh, at, in the southeast corner behind Bill Luke Auto Dealership. Uh, it is a very challenged neighborhood, but I will tell you that you you will not, not find a more dedicated principal than Adrian Stevenson. You will not find more dedicated teachers and support personnel than those serving at Westwood. And the most adorable kids eager to be successful and learn and really craft a bright future. So uh, Grand Canyon University has been investing services in them. We have provided tutoring in English and math. We have uh, a beautiful pipeline of our College of Education students who go and invest with them. 
We have done some campus beautification projects for them, and we are super excited that they're going to be participating in Love Our Schools Day this fall. They are anxious to welcome their community, and their community is anxious to meet other people who care about them, businesses and volunteer groups and just all kinds of people. And uh, it, it has just been a beautiful partnership where Honestly, I think everybody wins. We walk away with um, a beautiful sense of what's actually happening in schools and how hard kids are working and how hard teachers are working uh, to come back from the pandemic. And I'm telling you, they're rocking it. They're just doing a great job. And there are schools all over Arizona like Westwood, uh, and they are anxious to uh, show you their school. They are anxious to have your help in projects that, quite frankly, they will have to rely on uh, volunteer efforts for because their budgets don't allow them to just go hire a landscaping contractor or, you know, um, all kinds of people that could come into a community. And I just think it's so inspiring. It's absolutely worth whatever number of hours you spend. Um, I, I promise people that whatever you invest in Love Our Schools Day will come back to you uh, exponentially. I just love that. So good. So good. Doreen, I know that you've been talking to schools and hearing their projects. And if you were able to talk to tell someone in the community why would you want to participate in a Love Our Schools Day project? What would you say to them? That's easy. Why would you not? Why does anybody do anything? I mean, everybody can do something and everybody mm -hmm. should. You just put that out there and then say, so what is your one thing? A school is a community-based production system. It affects all of us. Mm -hmm. and everybody cares. Not everybody puts it into action because they think it's going to be too hard or too much. And do what you do naturally. Mm, I love that. It doesn't have to be a burden. Mm -hmm. There's a, um, a mom's group, older moms, I believe that they would let me characterize them as that, and um, trying to affect the environment. And plastic bags, as we know, are the nemesis of our environment. And they learned to tie them together to make mats as mm. a simple layer of protection uh, on the ground for uh, people who don't have a bed to sleep in. Mm. And there are many of our children and many of our families who are in that boat. And so these women see it as their social time. They yeah. come together. They uh, tie these mats together and then they donate them to the schools. Mm -hmm. um, there are yards with a plethora of fruit trees that just drop to the ground. And uh, some of them help fertilize the soil, but some of them just spoil, right? Even the birds can't keep up with it. So a basket of those as a thank you or to a school. So everybody can do something and it doesn't have to be hard. And why wouldn't you just look down the street or go around the block when you complain about what you see, graffiti, Whatever it is that you don't like, who do you automatically blame? Those darn kids do what they're doing. Well, how about go to their school and look at what they're doing and mm -hmm. look at what they're unable to do because of politics or budget or whatever. Everyone needs to remember that we are entitled to our own opinion. 
on everything. None of us are entitled to make up our own facts, let alone act on them. And it's incumbent on us to go to our school and learn the facts. Mm -hmm. And once you do, you've got your community that you're looking for, whether it's the way you vote or the way you serve. Mm -hmm. I, I I love this thought that I think was an aha moment for me about 15 years ago, which is that the school is a portal to all the needs of the neighborhood. And so it's such an easy place to go to really provide support and help, uh, whether that's for parenting or for food insecurity or maybe for foster kids or refugees or whatever it is that we have the opportunity to serve. It's a pretty cool, a pretty cool opportunity. Um, Jennifer, I want to ask you, um, when we're talking about Love Our Schools Day, that's a big event, right? It's a huge event and we get all these volunteers out there. But the goal is sustainable partnerships, right? And so I just wanted you to, to just talk a little bit about why that's so incredibly valuable. I think we can reflect on our own lives and think about how much richer our days are when we are surrounded by people with whom we have an ongoing supportive relationship, you know, someone who can help you. And we all need help from time to time on a variety of things, whether it's just, you know, an encouraging conversation or, I don't know, a ride to a doctor's appointment or help painting the garage or, I mean, there are all kinds of things in our own personal lives. And if we stop for a moment and think about how those enrich our lives and how much more productive and effective we feel personally, schools aren't any different. They can do amazing things. They shouldn't have to do them by themselves. And when we bring community resources together, the sky is the limit in terms of what our kids will experience and what they will learn and be able to apply as they grow up and contribute to their communities. I also think that it's important for kids to understand that their community cares about them. You know, all of us could think about those encouraging adults who were not related to us, but who played pivotal roles in our lives and how important that outside encouragement was to the challenges that we faced. And they allowed us to set high goals and persist through difficulties and and come out uh, having accomplished things we might not otherwise have accomplished. And I think the same is true for school partnerships that are lasting. And again, as we've talked about on this podcast, there is a plethora of things people can do. You know, we all have talents, as Doreen said. Everybody can do something. They don't need us to do all the same thing, but schools have a variety of needs, and I am absolutely confident that everybody can find something to do. I would also add two other points. One is that we know that we are facing a critical teacher shortage. And research tells us that one of the reasons why teachers leave the classroom is because they don't think their community values them. So what better way to help contribute to retaining great teachers in schools, which is what we all want, whether I have kids in school or not, I need the kids in school today to get a good education because somebody's going to have to take care of me when I'm old and somebody's going to buy the house next door. And there's just all kinds of reasons. 
But it's important to send kids and teachers that message that your community values your effort and values what you do. I think the other thing worth noting is that in the opportunity to build sustainable relationships, it's not just with the school and the school with the community. It's community partners amongst themselves that they often learn things about their community that they wouldn't have known. And that benefits your business. It benefits your neighborhood. It benefits your family. So it's a win, 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 win situation. <laughs> There's no reason not to. When, you know, it could be writing notes to teachers from the comfort of your own dining room table or coming to help with landscaping and painting projects at school or, you know, whatever way you can find to support schools in person with your checkbook, you know, what? whatever, there, there is something we can all do. And we all invest in public schools and we should make sure that we mind our investments and continue to invest in all the right ways. Um, and I just think School Connect is a, a magnificent opportunity to do that. They offer so many different ways and, and advice and tools. Um, so Tracy and Tim, thank you all for being that small but mighty team of people that work so hard on behalf of schools uh, to be those matchmakers. Um, that, I mean, the list is long of the ways they have benefit, schools have benefited in the past, and I'm super excited about the future. I know that you will continue to do that, and we just need the community to to rally around schools. And I think we're all looking for ways to come together as opposed to being driven apart. There's, a, I mean, there are people, I guess, you know, who are more interested in being divisive. But the, I believe that the vast majority of us want unified communities that support kids and build positive, healthy, economically, socially uh, healthy communities. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and we have to come together to do that. And we have to figure it out. Yes, I will. It's <laughs> <laughs> The cheerleaders, yes. I know. Yes, I'm in. What can I do? Where can I do it? (laughs) I don't think we should ask kids to do things we're not willing to do. And every single day in every school in Arizona, we ask kids to face challenges. When they don't read well, we ask them to read more. When they struggle in math, we ask them to persist and keep going and hang in there and come to school and let us help you. And if we can ask that of kids, then... You know, I think we owe it to them to to do our best, to figure out some way that we can be supportive of what they do. I so appreciate of of how you framed that. And and as we kind of wrap up the conversation, I want to switch and pivot slightly. We've talked a lot about the community getting involved with schools through Love Our Schools Day, but I want to ask both of you in 30 seconds or less, why do you partner with School Connect. Doreen, why don't you go first? Because I benefit from the push. I benefit from the introduction. I benefit from the support. Sometimes that first step is hard and the 10th step can be even harder. The first step is hard because you don't know where to start. And the 10th step is hard because you're tired and you're not sure you want to continue. And School Connect offers you the opportunity, the space, um, the avenues, the choices 
to do what I really do want to do and what I think everybody does want to do. And it just gives us the ability to do so. I'm my better self with School Connect paving the way. I love that. So we we help open the doors and make it easier for you to walk through them. Absolutely. Um, Thank you for sharing that. Dr. Johnson, what's your response? Well, okay. So I work with School Connect because uh, I admire Tracy and value the work that she does. But I also know that I have had a lot of people help me in my life. And I had a lot of people support me in the community when I was young. And I think that I owe it to today's kids um, to be a contributor, to be a supporter, to be an encourager. The work is really fun. The work is really meaningful. Um, And I know that at the end of my life, when I look back on everything, I want to be able to say I did a little something to make my community better and stronger. And, And School Connect makes that easy. Tracy, I'll speak on behalf of you. We so much value what you both have done for us over the years and the support that you've given and what you're doing to help Love Our Schools Day take place Um, We just couldn't do these catalytic event without individuals like you. And our hope is that those listening to the today's conversation will 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 really think about ways that they could jump in and and bring their gifts, bring their talents, bring what they enjoy um, to the table and allow them to get involved and make a difference. So, Tracy, I am out of candy corn. I mean, I mean, we're almost out of time. What? And so we You're now, out of like, I, have, you, I have one piece of candy corn what, left. What happens to you? What do you do? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to run and get some more. Hope, I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> out of time. No, it's that simple. You just get more. Okay. I just get more. Yeah. I'm glad to hear um, that. We're out of time. So we have to wrap up today's conversation. Tracy, any final words that you want to share with us before we wrap up? I just, I just hope that um, others will see the kind of quality uh, people we have on this podcast with Doreen and, and Jennifer are people who have years and years and years of experience and expertise. I hope they will see that everybody can volunteer. Everybody can. Well, you know, whether you're early in your life, whether you're a teacher yourself, or whether you work at Starbucks or any place, like these are uh, amazing opportunities. So hope they will take that opportunity. Well, that's my segue into wrapping up the show. There's four ways that you can take this conversation to the next level. Do you remember the first one, Tracy? The first one is share the podcast. I, share I the podcast. remember that one. I'm so yes. happy about that. Share the podcast with your friends, with your social platforms. If you get the email, forward it to a friend. Make sure you share the podcast. The second one is volunteer. Find ways that you can get involved with School Connect, get involved with schools, and just give of your time, your talents, and your treasure. Which leads us to the third one, which is... It's if you want to, we'd love to have you give towards School Connect. Yes. Really think about ways that you can financially invest in the organization. We cannot do this alone. Um, We need your financial commitment to make these things happen. And the fourth one is... The fourth one is, what if you want your, this model to be in your school district? Yes, yes. If, if you're not familiar with School Connect or you're listening to a different part of the country or the world, reach out to us and let's find ways to bring the model to your local community because it does change the community, which changes the students, which changes the future. So with that, we're going to end today's conversation. I'm going to run and get some more candy corn. Tracy, until next time, keep connecting. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the School Connect podcast and for being part of our village. 
Be sure to follow, review, and share this podcast on your chosen platform because more collective voices equal more progress for our kids. If you're interested in finding out more about School Connect and seeing how you can make a difference, go to schoolconnectaz.org for more information.